there's no lookup table on it right now. It's just raw footage. Oh. Yes. Raw footage. The raw footage. Hey, Katie, you know what I dislike? What? You know what grinds my gears? Let's just drum right into it. That's what grinds your gears? No. Uh, pa- passwords. Hey, pa- Kate. Pass. Passwords. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Katie. And I'm Sean. And he wants to start off with grind. what's grinding your gears. My gears are being ground down to ground. little nubbins. Ground to the nubs. Nubbins. Passwords. I hate passwords. Passwords are the worst. On online specifically, not passwords in general, but Simon says computers, phones, maybe a work computer, maybe a personal open sesame. It's Mm -hmm. nuts. And Mm -hmm. I can't keep up. All my passwords are open sesame one, two, three. Okay. Well, you've been hacked. I'm hacking (laughs) you right now. Wouldn't that be a funny password? (laughs) Open sesame. It's very cute. I like it. I like that. I might change all my passwords to open sesame. Where does that come from? Is that Alibaba and the 40 thieves? I have no idea. Open sesame. Wow. Why sesame? Why not? You know, open poppy seed. I don't know. Okay. Now you're just getting out of control. Okay. This isn't a comedy podcast. I'm being serious. Seriously. I am mad at passwords. Okay. What, what makes you mad? Well, I got locked out, unfortunately, of you're a in the middle website, of a project. In the middle mm-hmm. of a project, and it's time sensitive. And unfortunately, right now, I'm falling behind. Could I make my own account and do something from my end, like contact the person? No, I don't no? think so. So, damn. Anyways, if anyone has a solution, because password management software doesn't work either. It's, I mean, it does. Well, don't get me wrong. But like when you one clear pass it, and last pass. <laughs> Sean accidentally cleared all his cash. Mm. Dump the cash. Right. Run away. Forget all the passwords. It's just frustrating. So and there's so many yeah. sites and so everyone wants a password. And you're supposed to redo them every so often. It's a nightmare. Why isn't the future here? You know, the future. I, oh, but I did get a, a laptop. I like that, that you did a, this. <laughs> you use your finger. To what do they call that? Bio, biometrics. biometrics yeah. You know, the first time I was biometrically scanned that oh, I know of uh-huh. with my approval. Your green card. But I d- yes. And your they ear t- and your eyeball. My ears specifically. Mm. And the, the iris was secondary. Oh. The fingerprint was tertiary. But the primary <laughs> was these mm. gorgeous uh, dingle dongles that hang off my head. Yep. What are they? The tonsils of uh, the exterior? <laughs> tonsils of the head i'm not a doctor i don't know i don't know well anyways i am a little frustrated with passwords but i'm getting past it mm-hmm. we're we're good and also i don't want to have biometric information out there I, yeah because well that's what i was going to say is that it's it makes things easier because like look you scan my face it's me la 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 or your finger la la but then they have that information and mm-hmm. In lieu of a password, you're giving up almost more information. Can I tell you what I did mm-hmm. to throw the hounds off the scent, if you will? The digital hounds, the... Uh, oh, I have an itch. Uh-huh. Um, what? On my new computer to to get past the password issue with, and specifically with my finger. Because look, if, uh, if someone wants to hack my account, they could chop my finger off and take my finger and then they could get uh-huh. into anything. They wouldn't know which finger though. Exactly. And so what I did was I used a dirty toe. Mm. I used my index toe. Is, do they call it the index toe? No. It's just a toe. It's the pig that went to the market. <laughs> I don't even know what, what you mean by index toe. Know. You mean your big toe? The, no, the one next to it, the index. Okay, so that would be this little piggy went to market, this little piggy. Ran home? No, what is the, what is it even? I don't even know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Maybe that should be my password. This little piggy ran home. <laughs> one, two, three, I know five, that six, the second seven. one is not the one that ran home, but I don't remember the little nursery rhyme. It's ridiculous. And here's where part of the issue is. In, in order to encrypt a password... They have to be just a larger string of 
randomness, right? Mm -hmm. And it just keeps getting longer and more random. So how yeah. do you remember that? Suggest strong password, exactly. I say. Uh, parentheses, um, I think asterisk. I'll take an asterisk. Capital Z, mark. lowercase z, uh -huh. M umlaut. M M umlaut. <laughs> but N then <laughs> I tried to get into the website from my phone, Ig and they're like, "What's the password?" <laughs> and I said, "Fucked if I know." Mm -hmm. And boom, it opened. So apparently, that's the back door. <laughs> well, I remember back in the day when I had student loans. Thank yeah. God I don't have those anymore. One of my passwords was "fuck student loans." Something I forget what it was, but all the different things were capitalized and uncapitalized. And I was like, "I'll never forget this one." I forgot it. Right. But I write, I, I'm old school where I write it down in a very bizarre place in like in my filing cabinets so that then I know what those attached to, but it's not attached to the thing. Do you know what I mean? It's a, I have a very complex yet uncomplex system. <laughs> well, if anyone out there has a complex yet uncomplex system that they want to write in and share with us, mm -hmm. send it into otdmpod at gmail.com. I'd love do. to hear what your system is. I had read this article one time about podcast creation where they were like, it needs to have, it can't be anything personal because people will guess that like password, not podcast. Pat, oh, did I say podcast? You did. I meant passwords. Anyway, I read an article about passwords, not podcasts. Sorry. Where it needs to be like a food item and then a, a random item in the world, like a cashew airplane, 73. Hmm. It has no attachment to anything, but they're like real items. And then they're like, it's even better if you like a misspell. But that's easy for the the computer systems to hack because they How go through. How is that easier than like uh, umlaut and, and, and mm, X, Y, asterisk? Because that's random, but a word like bicycle is not random. So when the system, I guess is the Ben probably first. knows, Sue probably knows, I know like one tenth of. I know nothing. Nothing of theirs. Mm -hmm. But I think that if you use, you know, uh, a word that already exists, then that makes it easier. So I need oh. to harden my encryption, baby. I've never understood. Gotta go that. to the gym, and I'm gonna harden my Work encryption. that out. Yeah. Okay, that's all. That's I, all. I, I feel better. I feel better already now that I. I'm glad. I vented. I'm glad. Yeah. Let's see. What I have. Else, some... What are your other notes? <laughs> Roxy's healing fine. By the way, last week when we filmed this podcast, it hadn't happened yet. But Roxy was bit by what I thought was a pit bull, but it turns out it's a boxer, and I know those look different. Um, I was stressed out was running out to save my baby and to maybe murder somebody and didn't have to do those things thought about it decided against it but it was a boxer and i feel bad that i said it was a pit bull because now i feel like pit bulls already get a bad rep and i love pit bulls i apologize to all the pit bulls out there the pit bull said <laughs> mr worldwide <laughs> what if he was watching he's like he writes you back he's like it's okay kitty i, I, I forgive, forgive you. you mr worldwide what? mr Wo What's his tagline? I don't even know anymore. Culo. Culo. Yeah, something like that. Um, but anyway. Gasoline. Sean really likes Pitbull, I think. <laughs> I do. I don't even know if that's one of his songs, it's by the way. It's because he's bald and he's he's short and he's been able to still get to the top of the world. Yeah, who said you have to be tall and hair have hair? Well, it helps. Kenny Chesney's also short and bald. <laughs> runs the roost of country music for many I'm, moons. I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're saying I could be a country music yeah, star? Yeah, you could. Uh, Bruce Willis, sh super short, by the way. I saw, I met him in Beverly Hills one Did time. You? I mean, I didn't say anything to him. What am I going to say to Bruce Willis? Loved you in Sixth Sense. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, anyway, he was there with his wife, who's way, 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 way taller than him. She's like six foot tall. I think she's a model. Anyway, she was taller than me, and I was in heels, and he was very short. Like 
Mm. I mean, I'm five seven. I don't know, but I was wearing heels. So let's say he's like five five. I don't know how tall he is, but and he's bald too. Doesn't hold him back. Yeah. Tom Cruise. The list goes on. Although mm. Tom Cruise has hair. You know what it is about those Hollywood people? Yes. What? Big heads. And, and yeah, this is the truth. Lollipop the, kids. Well, you don't need me on this podcast. You can just fill in the <laughs> blanks. Is that what you was, did? I was I saying exactly what you're gonna say? Yeah. It's like we've had this conversation before <laughs> off air. Well, they are lollipop kids, though. Yeah, that's the secret. Big eyes, giant head, big features. small body. Yeah. Prime example is that. Jada De Laurentiis. My goodness, Katie. Just pull the information out of my head. <laughs> I'm like a pen sieve. Yeah. yeah. What am I pen sieving right now? I don't even know. All right. Well, hmm, let's see here. Oh, I saw something interesting in the science realm. <gasps> Do tell. Clues to schizophrenia mm-hmm. and bipolar disorder mm-hmm. hidden in the dark genome. What's a dark gene? That makes it sound so- It's clickbait. Like, yeah, that's just <laughs> like so the dark silly. genome. Although I'm not a scientist, so maybe Sue can weigh in. Is and there, I think that's just your genome, period. The dark genome. It's like dark matter. We don't know what it is. I know. It's the space between the genomes is the dark genome. I don't know what it the is. The taint genome? <laughs> the space between? You don't like that? Okay, we'll take it back. I take it back. But dark genome just sounds so stigmatizing. You have a problem in the dark genome. Mm. There's something broken in your dark genome. Maybe it just means, I didn't even read the article because I thought that's clickbait. Mm. I don't have time. Sometimes I don't No time. I rolled past it. (laughs) Cry man squaw. Um, Sometimes I won't even click on things, even if I'm interested in it, because I'm like, I don't like clickbait. Fuck you. Right. I don't even want to give you my view or my click. I have condensed my reading. I Mm. learned the secret. Okay, what's the secret, Sean? Well, you have to. I have my vision board. What do I do on my vision board? Okay. (laughs) No, but rather than read the articles, I just scan the headlines now because that's Mm. all the information they really want you, you know, to read. Sean, that's a horrible way of getting your information. It's so much easier to to get all my nightly news. I just read the headlines, you know, and then I get everything, and I'm good. I think you're missing a lot of something. That's probably why (laughs) I don't have a lot of information. Just headlines. I'm a headline machine. Uh, last night, Katie and I mm-hmm. woke up. This is actually serious. We're going to take it down. This is puppy parlance. Katie woke me up in the middle of the night and said, Sean, did you hear the dog? I said, Katie, I've been awake for 10 minutes. The dog hasn't done anything. You is said, it, it's exactly what you said. I know. I've been awake and he was snoring like full snore. I didn't realize because I was asleep, but I woke up and sometimes I've done this, you guys, where I'll think she's barking or growling or something. And then I'll get up and she wasn't because it's like in my dream or I don't know. I, maybe it's like, because I know she's there, I'm like worried about her and like I create the noise in my brains. I don't know. So I asked Sean because I'm like, do you hear it too? And he was like, I've been awake. Nothing's happening. And I was like, no, you weren't awake. You were snoring. I heard it. I thought I heard it. And just as I stopped talking, you heard it. And you said, yep, she's whining. And what what did we hear? And so, Katie, you know, I wanted to be a good husband. I'm like, husband. we're going to wake her up because she's asleep. <laughs> she's like, what are you guys doing? All her imitations. She's Telling like, all my stories. Yeah. She's like, don't, I never don't said talk that. about me. I didn't say that. You're you're repeating me wrong. Right. So, yeah. I, I got up because I didn't want Katie to have to get up. So, I took the dog outside. He's so nice. I also was like discombobulated. Do you ever wake up when you're in a deep sleep and like you're like confused? Oh, all the time. <laughs> It's like the Matrix. Well, I usually can like get up and be like, oh, and I'll like throw pants over my pajamas and like out I go to help her. But I was like confused. I don't know. It took me a while. And by the time you got up, I was like, oh, like I could finally function kind of. 
slightly i don't really know if i would have functioned but i, I do have, have the ability to go from like a dead sleep to fully functioning within like three seconds fully if I functioning is a strong word get up and do it is what more is more apt i did walk into the wall when i was leaving the bedroom <laughs> i blame my poor visioning so i go outside with the dog mm -hmm. but i have a new technique because previously we had an owl in the backyard and i went outside with roxy and, and she yes christine out. we need to put up our owl box we plan on cutting our trees this summer and we haven't put it up because we're going to wait because we might take some trees out i know we have some takers outside that i think need I a know. house i know i wish we would have put our box up so i, I think they're boning i took roxy outside <laughs> i took roxy outside but this time instead of letting her run free because huh? she'll run and bark like a maniac i put her on the leash and we went i know out. i saw the leash was out and i was like oh we worked the scene mm. we went out to the balcony she, she looked around we heard it she tugged on the leash but not a lot just a little in a certain direction so because we've learned to hunt together really hunter through that huntress. little rat that was underneath our balcony yeah. and us jumping around she and i are working together so she looked at me and tugged and we went into the backyard we ventured the lights didn't come on you know because yeah, uh, there's no motion light over there right and we got right underneath the tree and all i heard was hoo -hoo, and roxy looked up and looked at me she rolled her eyes like she she used her like, eyes you hear it, you hear it? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. and so we stood there for a little bit she barked once and then we went inside and she I was peed. Like, yeah they went inside that was cool and i thought you know well then, uh, then you put her back in and they started making noise again and then she yeah but it was weird because it was okay so they're basically we were hearing two owls outside talk to each other and i think they're you know uh we figured it was like mating love season. is in the air dun, 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 everywhere dun, 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 dun. look around and uh but instead of um what it, it was owl and they got closer and closer mm -hmm. and then you heard like it wasn't like uh, bed springs but it was like a branch no it wasn't <laughs> oh my god you all of a sudden you heard genuine <laughs> no no but we heard them talking and it is springtime i would assume it is mating season i don't know when owls mate or if they because sometimes not all animals mate in certain times of year some it's like a you well, know, but it was it's year round actually i looked it up is it yeah because owls are silent but horny <laughs> anyway but they woke she we were disturbed at like 1 30 in the morning yeah and i was like it was just a weird I think that might have been why when my alarm went off this morning, I was like, how is it already time to get? I was just so, I still, again, discombobulated, confused. Mm. But so yes. with the owl house, the mm -hmm. owl box that was kindly gifted to the St. Louis household. Yes, we are excited about it. And I apologize. We haven't put it up yet. But we think we have some uh, tenants that are going to put an application in. They've already put in their application. They have they a were little waiting. kiddo. Mm -hmm. What's an owl bird, baby bird called? What's a baby bird called? An owl, it's different. I forget. It's not like a kit or something. An owl like skeeter? An owl owlet owlet <laughs> well anyways uh you know we're gonna put an application in. we're gonna review it we hope to have a, a good family living in there owlet no way <laughs> <laughs> owlet commonly any young owl the term is used as a general name for several diminutive african and southeast asian species of the pygmy owl oh and two little owls athene of southern asia see little owl owlet a common name for several owl species oh but that's not what a, a child or a, a juvenile owl would be called yeah that. owlet is a young baby owl okay well that's a baby that's an owlet yep they're so we'll little, call little floofs the saint louis and the owlets that'll yeah. be our new uh, our new band name it cool. rhymes with towelet oh like howlet 
Hey, uh, mm-hmm. a little update, a little housekeeping for oh, our mm-hmm. community. Yes. We are moving the podcast. Didn't we already tell them about this? Did we? We did. Wow. Oh, so we're we're we told them like two weeks ago. Okay. So we have officially moved. We have and moved. It from- doesn't really matter in a big way for 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 you you still get the same way but you can also watch the video over on spotify if that's how you like to watch yeah if you have a spotify account there and the way we did it was we signed up for anchor.fm previously we hosted our website through buzzsprout.com mm-hmm. it was cheap and good and we like phenomenal buzzsprout. yeah no no complaints with buzz with buzzsprout at all anchor slash spotify just allows for more uh i wanted to have video on spotify yeah to I'm say more i was trying to think of the right word it's like more disbursement of the video yeah greater distribution yes that's the word distribution. and we thought well let's let's try it because mm-hmm. we don't know what we don't know mm-hmm. if we don't like it we'll go back but in using uh, anchor.fm mm-hmm. i found it to be really kind of a fun oh you site. like it oh good yes and what i we haven't could, played around with it yet hmm, underneath every uh upload every mm-hmm. new episode you can put uh, a question mm-hmm. and i think that's pretty cool and you can also run a survey so look out for those underneath each episode if you are watching on um on spotify or listening you can listen as well mm-hmm. and if you are planning to set up your own podcast i would highly recommend checking it out because anchor.fm do they get a discount do we have a link or anything is there uh, anything like that no it's free oh cool and this is r- rather interesting and by the way I so am we're actually reading- saving money by using this because we were paying for buzzsprout yeah i was paying like well between the two podcasts we were paying roughly 50 or 60 bucks a month depending mm. on how many minutes we were uploading and with anchor.fm it's free wow i think it's pretty cool that's very cool um now mm. the 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 trick is <laughs> you know nothing <laughs> you just go in and load it but this is an ad i am reading uh or not reading but off the top of my head i am promoting their their service i do want everyone to know that are but we it, paid well, we're paid um, through ads of their thing. Through ads, so, so it's not really a paid advert. So don't say this is an ad because that's not true. It is. It's a host red ad, but it's not red. It's like um, you're you're just talking about the product. Oh, yeah. So much like YouTube, where they put ads into. It's uh, the same way. It works yeah. just like YouTube. So we're very good. We're happy to be. Am I over there too? Is AKA over there? We are about to, set, or I am setting you up. We're in the mm-hmm. process of doing that in the back end, and it's just because we have the back catalog of. I need of, new podcast art. I don't like that image. Which one? Of me in a sweater. Oh yeah. Well, we can get that redone. We need a new one. I need yeah. new. <laughs> I want a new. Um, but I just one last thing. Oh, there is still another. Still an ad. Sorry. No, it's interesting. So if you yourself want to set up a podcast, feel free to go to Anchor.fm. Mm-hmm and uh and get set up there it saves you the moolah it saves you money it's Mm -hmm. very easy to do and Mm -hmm. it does all the distribution it walks you through all the steps you can record from your phone you can do whatever it's great and if you are planning to just put out your video or your audio through them Mm -hmm. you can also play music oh yeah because you have access to their libraries right right like right now i can't play anything and put it on to we still couldn't with youtube because we'd get in trouble exactly but if we put it only on the video uh that was on anchor yep and where did christina and tom just move to sirius they're on sirius sirius xm awesome. i mean i would assume that you know that's that's a that's an even better deal that's awesome well yeah but you know you think of pl- places and in ways to distribute your content yeah and this is just a new a new way to that point there okay, is someone we... from our community who um also has set up a podcast over there yeah carly and her boyfriend are have a podcast called random conversations yeah it just launched they have two out 
at least there might be more by the time this goes live don't hold me to that but um she just made me aware of it so we'll put the link in the description you can listen to another another kenyan talking about random shit and i really encourage anyone who yeah, wants it. to have a conversation just in general mm-hmm. or try out podcasting it's, it's kind just, of it's kind of fun I don't think they're doing video. They might be. I think it's just audio. I don't think they have access to video just yet. They're starting to roll out the feature. I, I'm a little scrappy and I, I begged a little bit. And I was well, like, we hey. had someone reach out because of the video content we create on YouTube already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was because of the video podcasting that they were like, hey, would you guys think of coming over? There was no money. We didn't get paid to move over, no. but it was more like we'll try to assist you to make it as easy as possible, Yeah, which was nice. I think so. Thanks, Anchor. Hey, does anyone else feel this way? You, you see a movie when you're a child and mm-hmm. then you want to be the hero in the movie. Did you ever have anything like that, Katie? No. Mm, dig deep. I never wanted to be like a princess or anything. Um, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not the right demo for that question. I did, after watching Fast and the Furious, want to get out of that parking lot and drive my car like a maniac. Nice. But... Did you identify as Vin Diesel in that film? No. no. I was just, it just makes you want to go fast. I just want to go fast. That was all it was. Cool. I never identified. I don't know. But maybe I'm just not the right person. And also, I feel like it's hard for me to remember. I did. Okay. Here's what I have done. I did want to be the Little Mermaid mm. because I love the water. Nice. I was like, oh, she's like half lady, half fish. Love it. Nice. Mermaids are amazing. But that's, I didn't want to like become the. Did you ever see Splash, the movie? Yes. Oh, it's so good. So good. If people want to go back and look at a, an older film, if you haven't seen it, Splash with John Candy and Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I was like, is it Tom Hanks? It's tremendous. It, there's the scene where she eats the lobster. Uh-huh. In the restaurant like, is- <laughs> like straight up, like eats it. Yeah. It's funny. I also For, like Overboard. That's a funny, mm, totally good. different type of feel, but also funny film. Yeah. For people of uh, a certain generation, mm-hmm let's say my age oh, you know, uh-huh. are uh, you getting into your thing now or did you because you had asked me oh yeah okay for for people of a certain generation um like myself i was born in 1975 mm-hmm. there are certain films that were epic you know that really hit when i was a child okay and one of them made me want to be an archaeologist and another one being indiana be a, jones yes okay and then another one wanted you to what be a fighter pilot oh top gun yeah now Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. I didn't become him. And uh, unfortunately, so I'm not an archaeologist, but I still follow it. I'm still, you know, it my really... brother wanted to be an archaeologist. I don't know if it was because of that. He did like Indiana Jones, mm. but he also just really, I don't know, enjoyed history. I had a bullwhip for like a hot season. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you have like a chalice? Did you get yourself a chalice? <laughs> a chalice. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have a chalice. Um, but uh, the bullwhip, I never really was able to hit a branch and swing from it. So I thought this sucks. It's this not like in the not, movies. Doesn't work like yeah. in the movies. No, but bummer, dude. I was doing some research prior to the show today. Okay. Uh, I do my best research and thinking where on the toilet. Perfect. And as I was on the toilet earlier, I <laughs> came across an article, mm-hmm. and it was an archaeology article. And I <gasps> thought, mm-hmm. what did they find? Well, the Notre Dame Cathedral in yeah, didn't aren't they like not revamping that but like it constantly is needing to be mm-hmm. maintained well there was the fire which was uh devastating yes and i don't know why but i believe they they're they're underground also looking below the well, and wouldn't the they structure. have 
don't most cathedrals like that have like underground like they have storage sure. and stuff underneath and it's europe so you know they've been building over the sites you know for oh, true for, true for a very long time and they just discovered a lead sarcophagus what's a sarcophagus yeah um king tut you know oh. what you see mm -hmm. uh the the shape the of coffin a man type thing yeah coffin and they found a lead one underground really deep lead yeah wow and so then they took a little camera and they yep they do that to see what's in it before and they, they looked in. ruin it do you know what they found a, a mummy a daddy no they, <laughs> they found uh they haven't really seen that much yet but what they did see mm -hmm. was a little hair why is your voice so and like, a little plant life oh plant mystery. life in there in yeah. the lid so it How's was that possible? so it was so well preserved wow that there's plant matter and and hair matter so they're gonna be able to pull dna that's crazy which, so it's like the biodome in there yeah oh, super cool up. i find that stuff i was really excited and they think that's probably from the See, i don't like bugs and i also don't like the dark so archaeology has never been a thing for me oh yeah in indiana jones when i know she has to reach through and those bugs are he turn he says turn oh. around and then he wipes the spiders off her mm -hmm. back with his bullwhip mm -hmm. i Whew. she's better than me Mm -mm, mm -mm. Dr. Jones. I know. Not going to happen. I um, can't. Indy. <laughs> yeah, her hand is going and they're all. Bleh. Spider webs that are like. It's not even spider thick, webs. Like a, it's like cockroaches and centipedes. Yeah. And they make it like the creepiest growth. I know Aaron's cringing on the other side here now. but What an era of filmmaking. Because it really captures your imagination. We should go yeah. back and watch them. We've watched one recently. Uh -huh. We watched that one. No, That's why it's it like again. fresh in my mind. Because remember the walls are closing in. Oh, yeah. Ugh. And so I'd have to take my sock off and put it on my arm. They found that like and that. that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then there's another movie that's coming back this summer and I'm so excited about it. Top Gun? Top Gun. I could still. I, I may... always get scared. What Why? if it sucks? What if the film sucks? Or... Yeah. Like they rebooted Sex and the City and I still can't bear to watch it because a lot of my friends are like, it's like, like if Sex and the City tried to be woke and I'm like count me out man oh woke top gun would be awful but you know what i mean people can fuck it up when you allow too much input from the outside world into your creative process or you don't like stick to what the what it was and what made it so great if you right. try to like pivot too much mm. you can lose it like the friends reboot people are like mm. i mean even the people in friends said that after it right I don't even know. I, I don't follow it that closely. Didn't, uh, Chandler, who, who Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry? Uh -huh. I think he was like, ah, it didn't really land the way I thought it would. Or yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it, that's why I, I, I think it's hard to bring things back. They do that a lot lately. And I'm sure back in the day they felt the same way because everything's like a reboot of a reboot and music's all remixes. Um, but I just think that it's hard to keep that initial because when things are released at a certain time it hits on certain nerves and that's why it's so popular like mm. like sex and the city for the example would be what they were talking about now they'd be like canceled but at the time no one was talking about women having sex that weren't married no one was talking about you know never had like gay leading men in any kind of scenes or any talk of lgbt stuff at all Ooh, i have a mm -hmm. trivia for you on that okay who is the first openly gay character on television would it be Ellen? No, but that's a good guess. Hmm. Openly gay on television. I just assume probably be the eighties. Although it's very early eighties. Oh, really? Yes, which was on television. So not like a musical, like not a, a guy that you know, like a singer or songwriter. Right. It'd be like someone on a TV show. Yes. 
Oh, who? Billy Crystal on a TV show by the title of Soap. Oh, never a, saw it. yeah, and oh. it was it was a big deal. And I think in the in the show he's he he's gay and everyone knows it, mm-hmm. but his family doesn't know. He's hiding it from his family, Always so that's kind of yeah. like the the friction point. And he, Billy Crystal was such a good comedian, such that, a good comedian. Yeah, but yeah. I, so anyway, I think that Sex and City landed the way that it did because of the time when it came out, and and I was kind of a younger. It's probably like more like people your age who like. It was just during their 20s slash 30s that, right. it, you know, that it really was popular where I was a little bit younger on that side. But anyway, I hope that Top Gun still resonates because sometimes it's a timing thing. And I don't oh, think man. people take that into consideration. Like, this was popular then. It'll be popular now. And I'm like, people are different now. I you know? I am so excited for it because it's been on the shelf for a while. They didn't know when they were going to release it during the pandemic because it's a big deal. This is a big, re- not remake, but. Oh, they've uh, already filmed, like they had it's all filmed done. it and they just were holding on to it? Yes. So wow. I am going to get a flight suit jacket mm-hmm. because, and I- Well, re- I ordered you one for Christmas and it's just been- No, like, no, no, like a coming. head and toe. Like, it's, it's on a boat that's stuck. It's blocking a canal. I'm just mm. kidding. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Where's my stuff? No. <laughs> Unblock the canal. <laughs> all I want is, can you deliver my dresser, please? I'm going to get shades, aviators going. Like I am- ready to bring this look back my my grade seven look people have been wearing those like full like flight suit type things for a long time they're dope mm-hmm. also okay. you know one and done it's nice well when it comes out just don't don't hate me for, for why would i hate you i don't care i know i just i could i you know me i can go over the top with things so mm, yes and no i mean you're pretty reasonable yeah oh, should we get into their letters almost okay one what's the matter nothing you just said last time you're like make sure we get right into it and you're like, we don't want to talk too long. We want to get through those letters. Oh, yeah. So I was just telling you. Okay. I'm going to cut this part out. So we're good. So what did, is there more at you? Oh, I was going to do um, one other thing that I saw, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, but we don't have to. I can do it next week. It doesn't matter. I, I'm i just doing what you said last time for I'm me to do. just doing what the machine told me so to do. it doesn't matter. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Should we get into the letters? Yes. <laughs> Guys, I Sean probably cut it out. But oh my God. I had said we should probably get in the letters. He's like, Well, I just had another thing to talk about. And I was like, Whatever you want to do, dude. Last time you told me we need to get into the letters so we get through them. And then we cut back. And he's like, Let's get into the letters. <laughs> Good idea, Sean. How'd you get come up with such a great idea? <laughs> oh, I know this brilliant woman and she, she gives me guidance. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. name is uh Margaret Thatcher. Oh, no. makes sense. Okay. Uh yes, so letters. The letters? Yeah. Sure. By okay. the way, sorry for talking so fast today. If anyone out there is at home, I've been inspired by the Micro Machines commercial of recent, and I've been watching those. Micro Machines. Yeah, it's those small little cars. Yeah. We talked about it last week. Yeah, but why would you be talking fast? No, I'm just kidding. It's the caffeine. I am having the Milos. Milos or Milos? Milos. Milos. I just say Milos because it makes it more fun, but it's Milos. Yeah. It's M-I-L-O-S. Southern... It's from Alabama. It's super Arkansas. cheap. And delicious it's like a local favorite it's like a favorite since 1939 or something like that or a gallon of this cold swish for like a buck and that's a good deal it's because it's not a buck sean it's like 350 okay well that's cheaper than it is still cheap but like 12 dollars for iced coffee i'm like i'll have iced tea and not everybody likes iced tea but it's delicious they have sweet they have the sweet tea or the unsweetened but if you if you have sweet tea you have to change your accent you know, like sweet tea <laughs> Sit it comes on. with the whole lifestyle change. Yeah. You, you mean the... like us moving to Texas? We could have swung right into that. Right. Be sitting on the porch, drinking some sweet tea. In West Virginia. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, can we ready? Can we move on? Yeah, I'll stop. <laughs> okay. We have a letter from our minister of rock and roll, also member historian, staff writer. It's Christoph. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey. And it is entitled Your Travel Itinerary. Oh, we're going I'm somewhere. Remember, we yeah. asked about Italy, I believe. I think that was, or I think we just told them, asked them, where should we go? Yes. So he says, hey, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and OTDM World. Christoph here, minister of rock and roll, OTDM historian, staff writer, and I don't know if I have any more titles. I don't know either, Christoph. Tourism director, perhaps. It's good. But travel, 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 Jeremy. Got to give him his due. But he's specific to... Australia. Well, yeah, but wasn't it more like Adelaide, yes. Melbourne? You like my accent there for a second? Okay. <laughs> I might invent some if needed. Indeedly do. Christoph, that'd be wonderful. So, you are planning to go to Italy next year. We are. Yes. I have another suggestion. As you have many european listeners and viewers let us put together your travel itinerary you might bring roxy along as in the end it will certainly be much longer than three weeks <laughs> i could give you some tips on italy as i have been there many times oh cool but of course i first let the native morena come up with some ideas though i recommend going to sardinia it is beautiful and i ate the very best watermelons of my life there interesting we'd looked up sardinia because uh i think it was tony bourdain's ex-wife was from there the one they had the daughter with right i think and it looks amazing. Um, I think it's a Sardinia I watched on some kind of show where they do like the sun-dried tomatoes out on like these like canvas things, like actually in the sun, just drying them. Beautiful. Apparently the best watermelons in the land. Yes, I'd like to order the, um, uh, see, see, I, I would like to order uh, the sun-dried tomatoes and the gabagool. I'll have a gabagool. <laughs> if you put it on top, I send it back. Okay. Watermelons, Sean, not gabagool. I personally would love to visit Sicily. It has such a long history and is not only the original home of the mafia, but has been a melting pot of cultures for millennia. I can really recommend the Amalfi Coast, south of Naples, which is one of the most beautiful places in Europe. And of course, you must not miss Rome, the eternal city. It is a must on a trip to Italy. And the famous Trevi Fountain is my personal life insurance. <laughs> it is said that when you toss a coin into the fountain, you will return to Rome. Ah. So I guess I'm safe. As on each visit to Rome, I perform this tradition, and I am convinced that nothing can happen to me until my next visit to Rome. I love it. Oh, my God. Christoph just sparked a, a memory for me from mm -hmm. my childhood. Please do share. In Montreal, there's a company. They may not be around anymore, but they used to advertise heavily in summer. It's for temporary pools. And it was... Tempos? No. Tempo pools? Tempos actually are uh, the... the the shelter that goes over driveway. You guys are all tempo, everything. Temporary, everything. Winter comes, you got to take it all down. <laughs> but the Burn it down. Mm -hmm. The temporary pool company where I lived at the time was Trevi Pools. Oh, funny. And I wonder if it's because of the Trevi Fountain. Could be. And a lot of these people in Montreal. Are from who, Italy. Yeah, there's a lot of Italians. Yeah. Or as my grandfather called them, Italians. But the Italians. Yeah. That's funny. Well, he didn't say it like that. but Oh, I would say it like that. Yeah. That's how people from the South, I assume, say it. But um, oh, even some sweet tea from Italy. Italy, <laughs> oh my God! Things that older generations would say, just changes in the times and accents and words that you use. My grandma and papa, unfortunately, both passed away, but they had some funny things they would say in ways that they would describe locations and people. And I was like, we don't use that word anymore. <laughs> what? What does that mean? But um, even our nephew married an Italian girl. Yeah, there's so a lot of Italians in Montreal. Now we have Italians in the family. I would like to go to Italy and spend some time. Mm -hmm. um, I think it really hit home 
that time I was sitting in the living room, I was pretty upset. It was after a breakup and I had a box of tissues and a, a bowl of ice cream. And I was Doesn't watching. Sound like you at all. <laughs> I was watching Under the Tuscan Sun and uh, I thought maybe I should just run away and live in Italy in the countryside. And mm-hmm. And then find... you read Eat, Pray, Love. And then you went on your way. <laughs> you haven't seen Under the Tuscan Sun? I have. Is, I sl- isn't that... It's what, one eat, of my favorite films. Right. Eat, Pray, Love is the movie, uh, is the book title. And they turned that no. into Under the Tuscan Sun. No. What's the girl's name in that? Which one? Sarah Jessica Parker. Who played... Julia Robert. Okay. You're getting things totally confused. Christoph, help me out here, People buddy. on the other side are screaming. Eat, Pray, Love was turned into a movie also called Eat, Pray, Love. Julia Roberts plays the main character. Okay. Eat, Pray, Love was written by, I forget her name. She also did Big Magic. Oh, she goes to the ashram. Yes. Okay. In Italy. No. And learns how to make pasta. No, she goes, Eat, Pray, Love. She goes to India. She goes to Bali and she goes to Italy, I think. Is that right, you guys? Bali. No, Bali's where she prays. Eat is Italy and love. I'm not sure. I forget. You guys let me know. I'm, I I forget. It's been years and years since I read the book. And I watched the movie and didn't love it as much as the book, as per usual. But that's its own thing. Diane Lane. That's that's, that's Under the Tuscan Sun. That's Under the Tuscan Sun. I didn't even know who she Separate was until I saw thing. that movie. She's been in a lot of things. I know. And I would probably recognize her if I saw the other movies, but mm-hmm. I'm not into that many, you know, uh, But Under romance. the Tuscan Sun, I actually like as a film better than Eat, Pray, Love. I thought it was wonderful. But it was Eat, a- Pray, Love is a, a book was amazing. It was a story about a lady uh, fixing herself by running away from her problems. Italy, in Italy. India, and Indonesia. Ooh. So Bali is Indonesia, I'd assume. Yeah. All right. So Christoph has us going to the Amalfi Coast right now. Is that correct? So and, far. Well, we, yes. And the Mafioso Museum. I think he mentioned that. No. No. Wrong. Incorrect. Said go to Sicily because it's the original home of them. I don't think there's a mafioso museum. I think it's, it's probably just, in New I think Jersey. It's just called Sicily. Yeah, it probably is in New Woke Jersey. Up this morning, it, got myself a no, gun. No, it wouldn't be in. It wouldn't be there. It would be in. Um, where's the place where you can gamble? Oh, Atlantic City. AC. Atlantic City. Okay, so then he said Amalfi Coast, and then Rome. Remember, and he puts the thing in the Trevi Fountain. Yes. His, so yeah. Okay. That's where we're at. But this could be, of course, just a superstition. And I don't drink coffee at the Marcus Square in... Oh, and don't drink a coffee at the Marcus Square in Venice. It is unbelievably expensive there. More expensive than any other tourist trap that I have ever encountered. I honestly... I believe you. I remember sometimes as someone who grew up in a really small town... Um, before I got accustomed to Los Angeles as a whole... Because I feel like my tolerance for expensive things is just insane but i remember going to new york my sophomore year of uh, of college or freshman year first spring break i forget what year it was anyway it was like let's say 2003 2004 i went out to visit my girlfriend whose name was isis remember i told you guys unfortunate name now but at the time fine anyway went out uh to visit her because she's going to nyu to the part of their like film or something academy and i went to visit her and i walked out she had school one day and i was like i'll just go get a muffin and coffee and it was like eight dollars and something like 875 i was like for a muffin and coffee now i'd be like whatever but back then i was like that's expensive when i went to venice Mm -hmm. we talked to some people in in restaurants you know you you get to know people just in general and Mm -hmm. everyone i talked to this was the strangest thing Mm -hmm. everyone that i talked to did not live there they lived Mm -hmm. about an hour two hours away yeah Uh, because it was simply they they likened venice to 
a playground for the wealthy around mm-hmm. the world to go stay at their little apartment. Like while we were there, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were there. And I said, Angelina. <laughs> so I, so as I said to her, <laughs> yeah, so why are you buying 30 apartments here? You know, no, but, uh, they were there and it's, it's basically that's, that's mm-hmm. what happens is rich and famous people have, and you know, that's fine. You can do it, but unfortunately it displaces everyone else. So the, one of the guys at one of the, the hotels that we were staying at said, this place is like a weird museum. Like the employees all go home at the end of their shift. And usually it's like a four day shift. Mm-hmm. And oh, they stay, stay in and then. Yeah. They, they have like housing accommodation for a lot of employees. Oh, that's and, nice. I mean, at the, at the fancy places. What about the guy at the coffee shop? Mm-hmm. You know, he's either living with a bunch of people to help subsidize the rent yeah. or commuting. Insane. I heard a lot of the bridges mm-hmm. aren't even real. They're fake bridges. A lot of the original bridges have been um, taken down to be fixed or cleaned because these things are rather old, right? Mm-hmm. So the weather has has roughed them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. When they take them down, they then sell them and they put fake ones back up. Not fake ones, but like new ones, Not right? Not the original? Not the original, even though they claim, oh, this bridge has been here for you know 700 years well, or whatever. is it really safe to have like a bridge that's been there for 700 years? I'm not an architect. I mean, does not matter? I'd rather it be safe than right. old. But to have that look. So they, the they age them. Yeah, they give them a Wait, little That's fine. That's like Disneyland. Yeah. Venice, you're just Venice is Disneyland. kind of the Disneyland of Italy. I've heard that before. Yeah. I heard it's sinking. Okay. Anyways. So that's what he recommends. Those are the things. After your stay in Italy, I highly recommend you come and visit Austria. You can enjoy the mountains right when you drive up the highway from Venice to Austria. From the mountains, you can come to Vienna, a beautiful city and also a multicultural hotspot in European history. Here you can choose if you want to go east to Hungary or Slovakia and Slovakia or west towards Prague. Remember when we were looking at where we wanted to go from Amsterdam, I think it was, wasn't it? Because whenever anybody pays for Sean and I to fly internationally for an event, we make the most of it and we will stay extra if we can afford to and try to go somewhere else. And we were thinking of going to Prague, but because of Bremen and wanting to see Jurgen, we were like, maybe we, we just stay. And we'd never been in Amsterdam. So we're like, we should explore more. We always end up doing that. Like even with Melbourne, we were like, maybe we'll go to Sydney. Maybe we'll try to go across to Perth. And then we're like, but we haven't even explored Melbourne. So why would we try to go somewhere else? You know? Also, Australia is huge, if you didn't know. Um, so, yeah. So, we never made it to Prague. Long story short. Though I find it beautiful, it has become a tourist trap in recent years, but it's still worth a visit. So, he's talking about uh, Vienna. Mm. I'd assume. Yeah. Um, but they have those little hot dogs that are amazing. Little so, Vienna sausages. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe off season when there are less people. Right, That's right. possible. And that's that's kind of the what was nice about Melbourne is we were there when it was kind of off season. It was random. It was like September. But what a great jumping off point for Eastern Europe to leave Austria and all of a sudden you have all this other stuff mm-hmm. to explore. Yeah. Hopefully my mom can watch Roxy. Yeah. That'll be nice when we have someone who lives close by who, who you know, can Although house Although her foster mama just reached back out and was like, yeah, we're happy to watch her whenever. Oh, that's nice. So we'll have to bring them by to say hi. Okay. So fellow followers of OTDM. Help me to fill in this travel itinerary for Katie, Sean, and Roxy for 2023. They will spend a lot of time in Europe, I guess. And in each city, there will be a guest on the podcast of whoever lives there. That would be fun. And if anyone is in Vienna on March 30th this year, come to our gig. I'll attach the invitation with the information. We'll put that down below. Awesome. And it will come out before the 30th. So, yay. 
congratulations again. I really I think know. being able to gig again as a musician, that that's like, mm-hmm. that's lifeblood. You know? It's so exciting. I agree. Yeah. And we'll have to see. Um, the funny thing about traveling is I, I don't want to do work, but if we're going to do like a long trip, then we'll have to do some work. Yeah. So it's like, how do we, how do we record the podcast? What I think we I take this show on the road. Taking the show on the road. I would love to have a sprinter van in Europe and have the podcast, you know, portable and we just go. We drive around Europe. Meep, meep. Oh, meep, meep. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> okay. I prefer to ride the trains. I like taking a train. Well, we'd be a podcast on the train. Oh, okay. Okay. We have a speak pipe oh. from Riley. Are you ready? Hey, hey. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Sean and Katie and everyone in the OTTM um, community. It is your girl, Riley, from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Was like our um, and I saw I can't even give you a speak pipe, but I also had a quick story that I can tell you, um, which is about a questionable decision that I made. So my advice Uh, in hindsight of this decision is don't let your older brother teach you how to ride a bike without training wheels. Because when I was um, (laughs) little and trying to learn how to ride a bike, I still had training wheels on and my brother decided that he would take the training wheels off, put me on the bike and push me down the driveway and let go, obviously. (sighs) And so I went... um, and crashed straight into the letterbox. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my suggestion, don't let your brother teach you how to ride a bike. <laughs> but anyway, I hope you guys are good. And yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. And I'm really enjoying the podcast. So yeah, have a good rest of your week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That's so funny. Hey, I picked up on something in that. Uh, yeah. Riley said the litter box. Now it's I'm garbage can, the trash can, right? You didn't yeah. get thrown into the well, cat litter box. In the UK, box. they call it the bin. Mm-hmm. In the uh, litter box. Gotcha. I've never I heard was, that one. That's great. You think her kitty cat was in it? Well, that's <laughs> what I was wondering. <laughs> it was a shitty ride. Yeah. <laughs> really pissed me off. I was mm-hmm. But no, that's yeah, that's good advice. Don't let, um, especially brothers. You know, if he was your sister, she'd probably be. Cautious. Yeah, sisters are a little. Di- I mean, but. I mean, it depends on the sister. I've had right. friends whose sisters were like, <laughs> you know, they'd try to get us to do things for them to make things easier for them. And they weren't so cautious. Right. I told well, you my friend, Katie, it was, we were Katie squared. She had two sisters that were older. She was the youngest and they would have us do all sorts of things. And they'd always be like, I'll time you. Oh, you almost beat your last time, you know, to go get something for them. It wasn't, very, it didn't take us very long to be like, we don't want to do that anymore. You know, they weren't that much older, oh. like four years. We were like, we don't want to do that anymore. Okay. If you want to send in your speak pipe to the podcast, the link is in the description below. We love hearing your stories. We do. And Riley, thanks for sending that mm-hmm. in. Good to hear your voice. Put a voice to a name. Yes. I like your speak pipes and litter box talk. And then we can hear people's accents too. It's true. It's true. And it's funny. At I think I'm getting better at being able to tell some accents, not all, but New Zealand to Australia because they're different. Interestingly enough with that mm-hmm. uh, speak pipe, Riley, I didn't know at first 
and I always think I have a good ear for it. Mm-hmm. But at first, I'm like, is, is this person Scandinavian? The first couple of sentences, I was mm-hmm. like, wait. I remember her story, remember, because she was stuck out of yeah. New Zealand, had to wait and do all that stuff. So I knew, but I think I'm getting better because there's just, there's nuances to accents. Right. And the first thing that Riley ordered when she got back home was of the gabagool. <laughs> no, remember, she wanted some kind of chicken thing or something. Yeah, gabagool. Gabagool. Okay. We have a letter from Matt, and it is entitled, More Medical Stuff Because I Forgot About the Other Topics. Mm. Whoops. <laughs> Moin, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and everyone else listening. Moin. Moin, Matt. Moin. Apparently, my letters don't get through to you, or they're marked as spam. <gasps> oh, no. or you don't want to read them, but I doubt that's the case. No, they must be spam. But no. these came. I see two from you now. It Like, there's this one. There's one more. I'm not sure, Matt. I'm so sorry must have been going to spam why would that happen i don't think so because we i mean i check everything so matt sorry yeah so sorry let's jump into it okay at least this one made it through and now we know this is now now you're through now we're doing it anyway i made a new mail account and i'm sending my letters again hopefully they get through this time oh you know what and they did so we're on gmail Mm -hmm. which is google and i do know that google it won't even put this in the trash bin but Post things spam like or something just go like dot ru, which is Russia. I oh. believe Hotmail is also <gasps> not my original account. Right. I can't email you. <laughs> if you're on uh, certain emails, uh, whatever they call them, platforms, or uh, mm-hmm. they, then Google has deemed them as being potential ways to to be hacked. What about my old Yahoo account? I'm just kidding. All right. Yeah, not gonna let me through. Damn. So maybe that was why Matt, yeah. I don't so know. So he created a new one. Mm-hmm. That's a good, and here good piece are. of information. Okay. Letter from three weeks ago, right after episode 100. Got okay. it. I haven't written in a while, um, in quite a while. And now that you are out of letters, I thought I could write in again. Since my last email, a lot has changed. Hence the lack of emails. I guess the biggest news is that I got a job. Yeah. Hi. I love hearing that. My Let's first get- one after university. Whoop, whoop. That, um, that started in August. So since then I work full time and on top um, to do a lot. Oh, and on top of that, I do a lot of volunteer work, but I still have time to listen to OTDM every week. Of course, okay. I've wanted to write in and even made mental notes on topics every week. But now that I actually write, I completely forgot all about these topics. Whoops. In my last letter, I talked about my blood or autoimmune diseases or autoimmune disease. And guess what? I got another one. Kind of. It's not as cool as I made it sound. The diagnostic process was pretty fast for the diagnosis that I got. Also, ha- um, have a shot whenever I was referred. Also, I have a shot whenever I was referred to a different specialist. Okay. I thought I had a swollen lymph node in the area right around my right ear. Okay. So I told my hematologist about it. He did an ultrasound, but said it was not a lymph node and referred me to an ENT specialist at ear, nose, throat. That's what ENT stands for if anybody doesn't know. Getting an appointment was a challenge, and I ended up um, as ended up as an emergency because the swelling was putting pressure. Oh no, putting pressure on the right half of my face, which was painful. Ooh, uh, and there's nerves there. So that many can, nerves can cause you know your vagus nerve runs by there too. But also like I mean that's part of, almost like trigeminal neuralgia. It's all yeah. Well, and also uh, I believe when you have swelling in that area. It could make you pass out because you have your carotid artery there too. And paralysis, uh, like not paralysis of your body, but a, a, like your face, part like of Bell's your face. Yeah, correct. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's putting pressure. Gotcha. They first thought it was a tumor in or at my parad- 
parotid gland. So I had an MRI done, which came back with the result. There is something there. Uh, oh, there's something there. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, oh, thanks for nothing. Then I was referred to a different ENT specialist within that office, and he performed a biopsy. I don't, oh, which is very scary. I get scared with stuff like, and that's a very close to your face area. Lots going on there. Um, but not as bad as I had thought it would be. And it turned out it's sarcoidosis in the, the par parted gland. So I think he tells us. I can cancer? tell you what it is. I, my old partner, Kyle, remember? My job had sarcoidosis. It's like a autoimmune. But here, well, he'll read about it. Okay. That's a systemic inflammatory disease. So kind of an autoimmune disease. It usually begins in the lungs, but it can affect other organs as well. And then I was referred to the ENT specialist at the university hospital because they should internally refer me to the rheumatologist. Sigh. I was not referred to a rheumatologist, but to a pulmonologist, which honestly makes more sense anyway, since it usually starts in the lungs. I since got x-rays of my lungs as well as a pulmonary function testing, and my heart was also checked, but that was unplanned. I fainted right before the first attempt of the lung function testing, uh-oh, because of a panic attack, but they thought it might have been my heart. So because sarcoidosis can affect the heart, um, and I got a head laceration during the faint situation, holy shit balls, this has been rough, Matt, it's rough. So during the faint situation, while my platelet count was very low, I had to stay in the hospital for a few days and that was very unnecessary and I had a shitty time. Dissociation helped, I guess, understandably so. The result, result was that my heart is totally fine, which I was very sure about because I knew the cause of the fainting, but whatever, they didn't know. Better be safe than sorry. Oh, and my lungs are fine as well, but there were a few small lymph nodes visible on the x-ray images, which fits with the diagnosis but it's not that bad. I'll probably start immunosuppressants again next week because it will benefit both the ITP and the sarcoidosis and it will be low, a low dose, thankfully. I was very scared about a possible high dose of cortisone and prednisone. Yeah, my partner who had sarcoidosis was on prednisone and it made him gain like a grip of weight and like you retain water and you had to be on prednisone for a short period. Yeah. I, that stuff fucks with you, man. So this isn't advice, medical advice mm -hmm. at all but hashtag not doctor not a doctor at all if i encounter another illness that is significant i'm i'm a strong advocate for for dietary changes and um behavioral modifications whether mm -hmm. it's sleep pattern or whatnot things like that because i think that a lot of our issues are either Food environmental and exercise or, yeah. yeah and one of the things is i'm going to try an elimination diet the next time i encounter an issue like when you're, if, if your trigeminal neuralgia acts up? Yeah, if, if uh, and cluster headache, let's call it, because I think we, that's, that's what the last diagnosis going. was. Yeah, but they don't know. It was like a, how do you measure what's going on inside of someone's head, especially mm -hmm. when mine's so empty. So <laughs> No, but the pain, <laughs> if we looked those up, they're very similar. Yeah, so I, I am definitely going to try an elimination diet, and the 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 way I've, I've heard it best described, and I'm, I'm not advocating for this for you or for anyone out there, but I am going to try a, uh, a carnivore diet mm. because by stripping away the majority of, and apparently- Things that cause inflammation. Yeah, and meat does not necessarily do that. So yeah. I'll start there and then you can start adding things back in slowly but surely. There's a couple of doctors that I follow online and they're medical doctors, so that's good, who have programs and they talk about it. And now this is anecdotal at, uh, at best, but there are a lot of people with autoimmune issues mm -hmm that seem to have been able to kick them to the wayside. Yeah, Michaela, what's her butt? 
didn't she have autoimmune problem and she went on a meat diet? Uh, who's Michaela? Michaela is what's his butt's daughter. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't yes. know. Anyway, um, uh, Kelsey Dara, who has trigeminal neuralgia, also mm-hmm. her and I've messaged a lot about it. She f- is finding relief. I don't know if she's done. I don't know her whole story, but she's writing a book about it, I believe, for mm-hmm. chronic illness and chronic pain and her story and like what she's learned. Um, but right now she's doing micro dosing of psilocybin and it's been like life changing. But she also has days she can't do anything because of the pain. She just has to like lay in a dark room and hope it goes away kind of thing. Yeah. So her sounds more active than yours. And yeah. Thank God yours isn't. But specifically for autoimmune and which that's not something I deal with. But mm-hmm. um, if ever that happens, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I would look into it and I'm just passing along some information. Maybe Google the two Read together. up about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. We're not doctors. No. Um. So low dose of an immunosuppressant. Uh. So very scared about the possible high dose of cortisone or prednisone because of the severe side effects. Exactly. They're dirty drugs. I, I put on I, what, 30 pounds, 25 pounds when, when I was taking that? 20 pounds probably. I, it was only for like five days or 10 days. No. When it first... Uh, Not the pre- prednisone. You were on like gabapentin and other stuff for longer. No, the prednisone was almost a month. I remember. Mm, I went I from like 170 to about Maybe. a buck 90. Maybe. Yeah. And then I never recovered. <laughs> That could well, be it's the usually process. water weight. That's what happened to yeah. Edna, and she lost it too. One of my bosses had to go on prednisone. Also, right. okay. Anyway, um, so the severe side effects. I had that once for a lo- quite a long time, and I was freshly diagnosed with ITP. And let's just say it was not a fun time. All those doctor's appointments are really annoying, especially with work. And every time I am reminded that I'm not normal, which is just kind of shitty. But that's just how my life is, I guess. I know it is shitty. I feel like the bedside manner of doctors needs to improve where there's like understanding and compassion and like room for questions. You know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like, uh, especially doctors, because they can get excited about something being weird because then they're like, oh, we get to figure this out. Or I read an article about, then they make you feel like a a weirdo. You're like, something's wrong with me. You know, I'm so weird. They don't see this very often. I can imagine being a doctor Mm -hmm. and you see similar symptoms all the time or you, you know what it is but when you find something it's a, a an outlier mm-hmm. you know rather than weird it's like a but weird is a good description as well it's like something oh i don't recognize yeah. this so that i can understand why they would be uh, interested in that yeah because it's, it's new it's yeah. it's a novel thing right mm-hmm. maybe they could get um, their name who gets named if if it's something that's new if it's novel if you is it find the doctor it, or is it the patient i have no idea maybe I, it's a hybrid we get we hyphenate you know well, I mean, like Lou Gehrig's disease. Maybe ALS it was Lou and Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Yeah, it's a person. Yeah. It's a person. Okay. So sorry this email wasn't really on a funny topic. That's okay. I thank you for the update. It says, anyhow, maybe in my next letter, I'll write about how I started doing analog photography and developing film at home with coffee. If you're interested, I am very interested. Very interested. That sounds super cool. And please, if you can, attach some images so we can see them. So you built a dark room and you're developing with coffee. I've never heard that. I mean, neither. Very cool. Maybe because it's acidic. I don't know. Hmm. Please tell us. Okay. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Until next time. Okay. Thank you so much, Matt, for sending these in. Matt, I hope you're feeling better soon and get everything under control. And I encourage you to write in with the photography information. Yes. Okay. We have another letter from Matt. I think because this is the second letter that back to back, Matt. Because they weren't going through, and I'm so sorry. But this one is entitled "Unnecessarily Long German Words." I'm excited. Moin, Moin, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and everyone else listening. Moin. Who was it we uh, 
gave us the history of Moyne just last week. We just read it. It was Natasha. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the second letter. As you know, I am German. As you all may also know, we Germans like to put words together to form very long words. I know like uh, the crack was it Krakenhaus is a hospital or something like that. Um, Everything's just like squishing them together. A few days ago, a radio station that I used to listen to when I was still listening to the radio posted some very long words on Instagram, and I thought I would share them with you. I will try to translate them into English, but it's going to be a challenge, so I'll probably just use Google Translate, LOL. But anyways, here we go. Okay, so there are, looks like there are six of them. Okay, <clears throat> lay it on me. Super califragile. I'm just kidding. Number one, Dnadumpfschifart. I'm lost. It's so long. Like, it's one word. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm just going to... Let me let me take a crack at that. Okay, do number right. one again. Holy Christmas, mm-hmm. this one's you long. You start to get... Mm-hmm. There, yeah, it starts getting really long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the translation is... Danube Steamboat Shipping Company Captain's Cabin Key Chain Pendant. Why would you put that all together? Why? Why? Germans? German run-on sentences. I know. That's what they should call them. Not words. Yeah. Run-on sentences. We just squish them together to save space. Number two, which I'm going to fuck up. Grundstück Sever Kers Genehumungung Sustanzedigkreit Subert Transgung Severungnung I, 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 yeah. Property transaction permit transfer of responsibility ordinance. So I, I am genuinely curious about this. Do they remove the space between the words? So you just run on like it's. So it's they just, just love to. It says us Germans. Because love that's to not a word, words, right? Put words together to form really long words. But how many people know that word? I don't know. That's the question. But think of it. If I said to you, oh, my God, you're never going to believe it. Like, you still know what I'm saying, even though it's all. Yes. So is that true. kind of how somebody explain? Yeah. How would you use that in a sentence? Um, I know. And my brother majored in German. Oh, I, my God. I can only imagine what a German spelling bee for kids would be like. Oh, my God. You're like. Okay. Das finger poken mit den Graben Jahans. You always um, say that. Can, can you use that in a sentence, please? You need to have other German phrases. Uh, you, to, I don't. How am I going to, what am I going to use German for? I mean, let's be honest. I'm reading a Volkswagen magazine, you know, the people's car magazine. Einfahrt, Ausfahrt. Those are fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Entrance, exit. Mm-hmm. Just fart. It's funny. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I'm a 12 year old boy. Okay. Number three. Rienfleischlecketeri Uber. U-B-E-R. Uber transgungus. That was his E at the end. <laughs> Beef labeling supervision duties delegation law. These are a lot of laws. Okay, this next one is about road drainage. It sounds like government words then. Strabinted wasserungen sinvestido non costen schutten deinen stimulage. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> Road drainage investment cost department service charge. <laughs> Definitely government words. We're almost there. Number five. Vermogsen zur Ordnungsstandicht its Übertragungsverordnung. Hmm. 
Asset Allocation Competence Transfer Ordinance. Fun fact, this is the longest actually used word in German without hyphen. The other words are either laws or ordinances that became inoperative, therefore they're not used anymore, uh, or just purely made up. Hmm. I love it. Okay, so that's really the one. Now this last one, number six. It sounds like you're talking backwards. It's uh, Igpe Atenley. No, no, but it really sounds like, <laughs> because I work with audio a lot, and if you flip an audio file, that's oh, what maybe. it sounds like. I'm, I'm that good. <laughs> the birds sing a pretty song where I am from. My arm's been backwards. <laughs> this is basically, it's just a ballast cleaner. Literal translation, track ballast bed cleaning machine. Machine was at the end. Gungsh machine. Hmm. I hope you had fun pronouncing these bad boys or whatever you want to call them. I've double checked the spelling, but I cannot guarantee the correctness. Hope you have a wonderful day. Until next time. Thank so you if, for, someone, mm-hmm. if someone heard those words, would they know what the heck is going on? Would they just be like, what? I don't think anybody's going to understand what I said. If but you, that's, that's the fault is on me, not from Matt. No, I mean, in Germany, if mm. someone was to drop one of those bad boys in the middle of a conversation and be like, uh, well, some of them aren't used anymore, but I think a couple of them people be, would like follow along. It sounds like, right? But you Germans report back because even in English, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. If you use more than six letters in a row, I'm lost. I'm like, uh, can you explain to me like six I'm in, letters or words? No letters. You know, the big words past six letters, I get a little. It's like a, such a short word. Like how many letters are in friends? F R I E N D S. You're already over. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Okay, we're moving on. We have another letter, and this one is entitled Foraging Documents Ooh. for $5 and I'll hire you. Getting caught. Oh, no, <gasps> I won't hire you. <laughs> Says hello, Katie, Sean, and the entire OTDM community. Adelard here, now in written format. I was the one to send a speak pipe to let Sean know that he was a fucker a while back. Although, I don't know how much of that narrows it down for you guys. <laughs> Most uh, speak pipes that come in, I delete just because they all, you fucker. <laughs> beep. Delete. Beep. Not Next. true. Hey, fucker. Delete. Beep. beep. Next. That's all they say. Oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> you know what's going to happen now. I've I've manifested that part Uh-oh. of it based on Allard's Uh-oh. message here. And Father DeBook even might get on the, send us a. No, you do not send. Listen, <laughs> do, I don't want thousands of. Hey, fucker. <laughs> we don't want those. We will not be playing those. They'll be deleted upon. But receipt. if you do send them in, I may uh, put them to music and, and create a song. Can it be with spoons? Sure. Okay. Any instrument. Let's get back to the this letter. I'm writing into first and foremost, congratulate you guys on 100 episodes of OTDM. I'm sorry for this little delay, but due to some private upsets, I've chickened out from David Redacted and Jules's group project and then hit a personal rock bottom. Oops. It's okay. It's all good, man. Don't worry. We all come back around. But I'm now back on track and would like to tell you once again, happy 100 episodes. Thank you. And I wish you 100 more to come or maybe even 101. Yeah. Okay. What do the Italians say? That. No, it's like a a saying. (laughs) They do say that. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. No. Centano. Isn't that what it is? Uh, it's probably bad. Marina's like, you idiot. But it's like 100 years. It's a cheers, you know? Like, oh, uh, oh, like you. Like, yeah. Centano. But maybe that's wrong. It's probably, you know, I'm probably screwing up all. You guys report back. It's a cheers, you know, to the next 100 years mm. or 100 more. Gotcha. Because Cian's 100. Chin. 
Chintano, I'd assume it's something about 100. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But French would be so. C-E-N-T. So, yeah, C-N in Spanish. Hmm. There we go. There we go. Now, so as to not have this letter be so short and flat, I have a funny story to tell you as well. It is one about me forging documents for about five bucks and then getting caught while doing so. I'm hoping it's at least somewhat amusing, but the story goes. It was a few days before New Year's Eve and I was buying train tickets online to go and visit my friends on the other side of Poland for a New Year's celebration. While buying, I applied a discount for school students, 37% off. That's a significant percentage. That is. And proceeded to check out. The thing is, my school idea was not my school ID was not stamped for that year. I forgot, which disqualified me from getting the discount that I had already bought the tickets with. Now, I don't know which part of my brain was missing because the school's office would have usually worked for at least a day between Christmas and New Year's. So I could have gone and gotten it stamped. It happens, you know, could have, should have, would have. But no, I decided to forge the stamp to save my 15 PLN discount a little less than five dollars at the time. You see, it was late 2017. And so because of the way the seven is usually written with a dash through it, Mm -hmm. specifying just in case I could easily make the previous year's stamp date look like a wonky 2018, thus making it up to date with the use of just two squiggles. Smart. (laughs) I like it. I I appreciate this. mm -hmm. We've all done it. A little skullduggery. We've all done stuff like this. Let's be honest. Try to turn it into. And so. I did. It looked fine if you just glanced at it, but I will say that the Forge 2018 stamp right next to a 2016 stamp was more than a little bit suspicious, <laughs> but that couldn't have stopped me. Armed with my improved student ID, I bravely entered the train the next day. 10 minutes after departure, the ticket inspector came, a tired looking man, visibly done with his job. All love to him, but the man's so tired, I promise you. He took my ticket, then took my ID. Success. He scanned the ticket, gave it back without batting an eye. I was stunned and felt like a genius for coming up uh, successfully with such a mischievous plan. At least until it wasn't time to come back a few days later on January 1st. Might not have got such a tired man. At that point, I was filled with hubris, hubris, sorry, blindly confident in my evil schemes outcome. And yet, when the ticket inspector for that ride came, a young woman in her mid-twenties, oh, she's fresh, that's not good, stern and serious looking, I experienced just a speck of doubt. My entire world crushed when while looking at my ID, she opened her mouth and out came the words, wait, this is not right. She asked me to come out of the compartment and demanded an explanation for the 2018 stamp right next to the 2016 stamp on the ID. I tried to pretend that it was because of a mistake or something, but she didn't buy the bullshit. So I dropped the act. She then charged me the 15 PLN and asked that I destroy the ID in front of her. Oh, no, but you need that ID. It's just like you didn't get a stamp. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Jeez, this person's little. Then you're going to have to spend like the 20 more bucks to get a new ID. Or we had to do that. If you lost your ID, it was like 20 bucks more. Okay. I think they're overstepping their mm-hmm. authority here at this point. Just make a mark on the stamp or something. Yeah. After that, after I did that or something along those lines of don't do that again or things like that can come around to bite you in the ass. And you're like, no shit, Sherlock. Hello. Now, at the time, I didn't take it well. The rest of the ride, it was cranky and grumpy like a little child. But today I see that she did have a point and that it was a fair thing to do. Needless to say, I've always remembered to have my ID stamped after that, too. So now what's the point of the story? Where's the merit, you may ask? Well, let me tell you. 
I had to be at least somewhat good at what I did because no one noticed that the 2016 stamp was forged as well. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. I'm so impressed. Hope the story wasn't too boring, and I no, hope you good. guys and all the listeners have a good day. Pat Roxy on the head from for me, please. Until next time, Adelard. I love it. That was a wonderful story. Um, and it says, P.S. Theoretically, I shouldn't be talking about this for another six years oh. because that's when the crime expires. But I think the authorities might just shrug this one off for obvious reasons. Ha ha. I think they will too. I love a good forgery story. Oh, me too. I've I've done it as well, but I, I my stuff is is a little further in the past, so I'm not too worried about it. It was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get into it. But I do think that for the most part, if no one's getting, if no one is harmed by a forgery, yeah, that I think it's it's fun. It's, you know, like uh, the the um, the Mona Lisa. There's a couple of Mona Lisas out there. I don't know if you know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, so there's some forgery in that realm. I should realm. forge a Mona Lisa. My father's friend, a friend of our family, mm-hmm. when I was a child, uh, Roy Cook was his name. Roy used to forge the sticker for license plates. Oh, like your uh, whatever. What is it your, called? Your year. Your, yeah, your, but what is that called? Your you tags. Get your tags. Yeah. Yeah. He used to forge those, and he was like, "I'm not paying the government for tags." Wow. Yeah. Remember and when we one realized... time they got pulled over late at night? They were speeding. Uh-oh. My dad and him, because they were of course, petrol your dad heads, and him. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the the police officer was standing writing the ticket, with his foot on the bumper, looking at the, you know, jotting things down and. He gave them the ticket, and I think Roy was smiling was the like, whole time, like as if he, had, you he know, got like, away with something. the mouse, and he was like grinning, like Adelard being like the twenty sixteen was a forgery too. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, um, at least that's how I remember the story. I, remember I when be. we didn't realize? So we went to Washington. We drove up in February. Yeah, I think the end of February to visit my mom and Larry, and my family, and everything. And it was like during COVID, so we drove. And when we got there, my mom was like, you realize your tags are expired? And I was like, what? A thousand miles. We just drove along I-5. And we drove all the way back with it. Yeah. And I was like, please don't let us get up. Please don't let us get pulled over. I felt so good about it. I was like, ooh, I got an extra couple of free days. And whatever happened though, because did we have them or we didn't even have them? No, we didn't have them. Because I was like, oh, we must have had them and just left them at the house. Because sometimes when you, you know, when your car's parked on the street and it's COVID, it was like, you forget to. You know how that is. There's a pandemic that happens. and We weren't driving. So you sit things out and then you don't put them on. And. Yeah, so then we never applied we, for them. We actually missed an entire year of paying for tags. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like this to the government. <laughs> if you're just listening, he just uh, flipped them off. Um, no, but they, I did more than the wanker off. sign. I, did the... I knew he cranked it up. I, we, okay, I, I saw. I saw. You can do the wanker sign too. Yeah, exactly. But it was just funny because we didn't even notice. And I think because of COVID, we didn't get a ticket because they weren't giving out a lot of tickets at that time. And I think it was probably one of those where they're like, well, we'll let them get away with it. You think know? of all the lost revenue during that period of time. Oh, like for LA County? You know how many Everywhere. tickets they usually give? Sweet Mother Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And they were just fine, which mm-hmm. leads me to believe that they don't need that money. Well, they're just taking it and putting it up their butts anyways. They just like repurpose stupid shit, redecorate their offices. Yeah. Uh, pay themselves extra, give themselves party. bonuses. Meanwhile, our roads are in shambles and the the all of the systems in LA County, like the water and sewer are like in desperate need of overhaul. But they're like, we're broke. And I'm like, where's where's the money? Where's the money, man? Huh? What'd you where's do with money? my money? Okay. Um, 
totally mismanaged. I know city. if you were to put like money into a parking meter, mm-hmm. that should go directly into the roads, like direct allocation for yes. revenues raised. Well, it's like how they do toll roads. It's supposed to go into, but and then they never remove the tolls. They're like, this will help pay for the bridge. And you're like, yeah, the bridge from 1978. How long are we still going to be paying for this thing? Right. It used to be that there was a, a troll that lived under that bridge, mm. but since they had the toll, the troll toll, yeah, the, the troll installed the toll. Soul, you've got to pay the troll toll. Well, yes, but the, the you guys troll. Watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, Sean, enough with your troll talk. Installed the toll. This will be a nice segue into and then our he got next rich, letter. And then he was able to move out from underneath the bridge. That's all I was That's thinking. the story. And we're sticking to it. That's it. Okay. That's all I got. Okay, one last letter. Yeah, and then we got to get out of here. Okay, I got I got stuff to do. We're going out to dinner tonight. Oh, high five on that! Ooh, 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 ooh. No, I'm joking. No high fives. No high five. Neither I'm of us you. gestured even high five. People at at home just listening were like, "Are they seriously high fiving?" Nerds. <laughs> My More sister. Synth. Yeah, Kim's like losers. She's she's judging us, which is totally fair, Kim. You should do that. Okay. We have a letter from Mary. I just picture my sister probably did that. She's like, high five. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> That's why I love her. Okay. This is the subject line reads a creepy child and spelling tests. I'm already excited. I'm in. Thanks, Mary. It says, hello, Katie and Sean. I have been silent, but fully enjoying you both on the podcast and in videos for countless months now. I felt compelled to write in finally on a couple of topics that you've you've been discussing lately. I'm glad that we piqued your interest. That's always my goal. Give them something to get excited about. Watch the letters come in and then we get to read them. Okay, first, a short story relating to sleep talking and sleep walking. I don't remember this, but my mom has told me the stories It probably has been 20 years since this has happened, but when we moved to our current home, I guess I'd gotten into the habit of sleepwalking into my parents' room and quietly standing at the foot of my parents' bed calling for my mom. Uh, That's terrifying. It's like... It's like the shining. The two Or the the ring. You want to play? Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's the creepiest little kid, right? I don't even know if I saw the ring. I don't like to be scared. The girl who crimes... Climbs, oh. climbs out of the well. Oh yeah, the creepy like the girl with the dark hair. Yeah, yeah. that that little monster is sitting at the foot of your bed or lying, standing at the foot of your bed. I can only imagine how creepy that would be to wake up and not want to kick the figure walking, waiting in the shadows. I'm glad that I've since grown out of this and no longer reenact a horror movie on the regular basis. <laughs> your mom is grateful, also. Next, I'd like to talk about my name. It's not so much an issue with spelling as it is with pronunciation. Mm. My last name is Wojciechowski. Good Polish name. As any good Polish name, you guys, you know, it's got a lot of a lot of vowels and a lot of C's. Technically, we don't pronounce the name as it should be, but we will also answer to anything that is even remotely close. (laughs) So it seems fair. That's like my friend Catherine. Her last name before she got married was something like that. And I'm forgetting what it was. It's um, or Susan Wojcicki. Yeah, even her from YouTube. The only reason you know how to say it, if that is even the proper way, that's how you say it, is because she has said, you know, she's such a prominent figure. I heard someone say once (laughs) she was on stage. It's like Wojcicki. The person said, and up next we have Suzanne. Uh, water ski. <laughs> water ski. <laughs> I was like, well, like, that's pretty close. Wow. They close enough. The- She's like, yes, that's me. Hey. I know I'm a prominent Ooh, CEO. But- she writes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to roll with the punch again. She has a mullet. A, a Polish flag painted on the side of her jet a big, ski. Big beer. 
<laughs> hey, what's going on, Coming everybody? Coming in hot, everybody. Okay. She's got like Oakley blades on. <laughs> Suzanne Waterski. <laughs> Who? I Wo- mean. Wojohowicz. That was the dude from um, uh, Barney Miller. Mm. Yeah. I love a good Polish name. Yeah. I think they're cool. I wish I had a Polish name. Maybe yeah. I could, maybe I get a Polish nickname. Okay. Well. Okay. Hey, you were still, you know, okay. So. <laughs> no, I meant maybe, you know, some Let's of our Polish Let's keep going. We have some could. funny stuff in here. Okay. Yeah. My f- okay, so the, the answer to anything is even close. My favorite thing to tell people on how to pronounce it is to say, would your cow ski? Because it's, your- it's would your cow ski? Would your cow ski? And then say it quickly, mash it all together. Would your cow ski? Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. I now, like it. Pretty smart. Yeah. No, it's good. Oh, I thought you had something else to say. It also creates an entertaining image along with the name. It does. I imagined a cow on a jet ski right then and there. I will admit it. Wojciechowski. <laughs> or you can imagine it in cold weather with a scarf flapping in the wind right. and skiing down. The <laughs> poles <laughs> going in Aspen or something, you know. Very stylish. A Jersey milk cow. That should be the name. Would your cow ski? Question mark. There's one in the background. We have trouble coming <laughs> and up with. And a Polish flag in the background. We have trouble coming up with names for this podcast. So I think that should be the title. I am currently an elementary teacher and my students will call me either Miss Wojciechowski. Okay, I was like, I feel like that's the right. Okay, Wojciechowski or Miss Wojo for short. Oh, that's good. I like that. Uh, lately, I've been letting them try to spell my name as a bonus point on their weekly spelling tests. It's so funny to see how they each try to spell my name and interesting that only two have been able to spell it correctly so far, even though they've been in my class since early August. But they were little Polacks, so, you know. Could be. They're like, I think a J belongs here and another yeah, E. Gotta C- have another E. Z, E, Because <laughs> it's W-O-J-C-I-E-C-H-O-W-S-K-I. Wow. That's pretty good. Can't say I blame them. For some uh, back history, my name is actually number five most popular in Poland. Oh, so it's like... A Smith. Yeah, it's like Johnson. Patel. Um, which would be equal to Martin here in the United States. Yeah. Again, I'd like to thank you both for the entertain, entertainment and insight that you've been providing me for so long. Keep on being wonderful and give Roxy a treat for me later. Much love from Ohio. Mary Wojciechowski. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Uh, I love it. That is going to be the title of the podcast for this week. I love it. Would your cow ski? Yeah. I think that's fun. <laughs> Thank you all. We have more stories uh, that I will read next week, but we've got a skadoodle because we have dinner plans. We have dinner plans. Whoop, whoop. As always, if you enjoy yes. the podcast, feel free to jump onto Apple Podcast and leave a review. Share it. Tell your mom, brother, sister, dog about it. Let people know. Tell your dog about Roxy wanting to hear your letters. I don't letters. know where she went also. Let's hope she's okay. She's smoking cigarettes in the back. She's such a, such a bad girl. And mm-hmm. if you're on Spotify, we're now available in video format over there. Yes. Come yeah. see us. Yeah. And say hi. Okay. okay Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Okay. Perfect. Good. Good.